0: They all gotta go. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to all access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicati's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flavor. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports all the time. To join in the conversation call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans.
1: Yeah, I thought it was getting a day off, but the weather didn't cooperate. I hope you're being safe out there as these Storms roll through. We'll pay any price, though, right, for a cool front, especially with the heat coming. At least we're going to at some extent tonight. We'll see. But let's get into the talk, shall we? It's still March Madness. Now, I know that once the NCAA tournament gets past that first weekend and it becomes Sweet 16 and whatnot, that's still exciting. But the most exciting times come with the potential upsets in the first two rounds there's great value to every portion of the tournament there's still very much excitement with the 15 seed in saint peter's the peacocks right can they keep it going just for example probably not but it's been a fun ride already and we have to crown a champion will duke with coach k his swan song will they go all the way a lot of storylines but that's the NCAA tournament. The NAIA tournament wraps up tonight. There will be a champion crowned. And what a great story of not just the men's basketball program, but Loyola, Wolfpack, athletics in general, how far they've come. Now, folks may know that Ken Trahan's a Loyola grad. I am also a Loyola grad at Daniels. Bro Brown, Les East, just some names you may know. As Loyola used to crank out a great communications program back in the day. I was the only one of that group that wasn't a part of that. But still a great education, and that's still the case uptown today. But greatness in athletics wasn't a thing for a lot of the time that any of us were there. As a matter of fact, having athletics as far as competitive programs in general, weren't a thing. (laughs) It's come a long way. Now, those were coming back when I was in school in the mid to late 90s, but they weren't competitive on a national level. They weren't funded on a national level. But now you look at the competitiveness of women's basketball for many, many years now, being nationally ranked in the NAIA. Baseball ranked last year, hosting a regional ranked this year early on. See, the golf programs are ranked. Everything. is trying to do their best to compete at the highest level. On their level. And no program is better evidence of that than this Wolfpack basketball team under Stacey Hollowell. In his eighth year, he's an absolute powerhouse. In fact, a team that is one win away tonight from being crowned national champions up in Kansas City, 36-1 and the Wolfpack on the year. They've won 20 in a row. They opened their year in a game you could have heard right here on 106.1 FM, an exhibition for both them and the UNO privateers, but an 18-win UNO Division I team. And Loyola won that exhibition game. No fluke about it by eight points. They played great. And they've proven all season long that there's nothing fluky about just how good they are. Many blowout victories and only one team standing in their way. And here's what I don't like about it, even though it should sort of translate into good news on the surface. Talladega College, another team from Loyola's conference, the Southern States Athletic Conference, is their opponent in the final a team that the Wolfpack has beaten three times, 3-0 and against them this season, twice in the regular season, and then finally in the conference tournament. And here we go again. Speaks to how good Loyola's conference is, their level of competition, that these two teams are playing for a championship. You don't love the idea of having to beat a team four times in a season when all four games have been competitive. Now, the bright side for Loyola is the fact that each game has seen the Wolfpack win by more than the previous one. First matchup was an overtime victory. The second on the road in Alabama, where Talladega is located, a six-point victory. Then in the conference tournament, a neutral site, 10-point victory. And another thing that stands out about those games is that they've been lower scoring each time. So these are two well-coached, talented teams that know each other and have learned each other's tendencies as you'd expect. Will tonight be similar? Both teams coming off of playing semifinal games last night, the way this particular tournament has worked. You've gotten days off in each of the rounds in Kansas City, starting with the 16 that arrived there. You probably know Loyola was able to host the first two rounds of the 64-team bracket as a number one seed. They did so at Devlin next door at Tulane. Well, since then, they've gotten the job done in Kansas City, but they play back-to-back in the final here. And you'd say it's a bright side for the better team, right? You're playing a team you already know. You're the team that should win it. And with the quick turnaround... For somebody you didn't know, that undoubtedly hurts preparation. On the college level, you would like to have at least a day and definitely more to be able to prepare for an opponent, certainly one you haven't seen before. Doesn't always work out that way and certainly isn't tonight up in the Midwest. You can watch that game live, by the way, on ESPN3, so that's free to all to stream the final. And you have to like the Wolfpack's chances. Again, I, I guess you'd anticipate with the familiarity and the nerves of the situation that it might be a slower paced game than both of these teams like. But Loyola has shown that they can win in any kind of a matchup. This is a veteran squad. They've got what I would say is the ability to either run you out of the gym or use their skill and athleticism to do things in areas like clamp down defensively or be bouncy and dominant on the glass. You start adding that up and being a team that can win. On both ends of the floor, it says, oh, so much. Of course, we know by following them that Zach Reitzel is their number one option, a versatile forward on the wing who can do a lot of different things. He can put the ball in his hands, and he can get you a bucket, and that's first and foremost where it starts out, right? Whether you need somebody to make a play on one end or the other, Reitzel's that guy, 6'7", a little over 200 pounds. Miles Burns, another fine player. Well, Reitzel averages under 19 points a game. Burns is over 15, and he's been around a long time, too. Another senior. Both of these guys, what really blows you away, Their shooting percentages are through the roof, and they don't beat you from three-point range. They beat you from inside the arc, in the lane, around the rim. Reitzel's 62% from the field on the season, and Burns, not far behind, at 56%. And when you look at the two, and you look at their listed heights and weights, you wouldn't realize that they're about the same height and weight. But they are. Reitzel may be a little bit more broad-shouldered, but in the end, similar athletes. But I think the difference maker for them has been Brandon Davis, who's a local, who joined the program after playing at Delgado, before that LSU Eunice. so he's bounced around a little bit, as you will see more and more in collegiate basketball as the years continue on with the, the transfer rules on the NCAA level loosened up. But prep did he St. John, and he is a steady presence at the lead guard spot made them that much better those are the names to lead the way to watch and Andrew Fava another senior as a sharpshooter started off as just a manager at Florida after having a great high school career and decided you know I want to get in on this more than emptying the bench at the end of games and wound up in New Orleans for this outstanding story that's playing out certainly hope that they can pull things off And then you worry about what happens after the fact, right? You lose some key seniors, your leaders, and you worry about losing your coach. Have a big season, have a program built up to do big things. That's what happens. Ask Louisiana Tech, Eric Conkle, as he moves on to Tulsa. Ask Murray State. They win 30 games this year including notching one in the NCAAs. And Mac McMahon is taking on now, leaving the Racers, the sort of still up-in-the-air challenge at LSU. Shows you that it's still a really good job because you could get a big-time up-and-comer who didn't have to jump at the first job that's on a Power 5 level or a Power Conference level when you throw in the Big East as one. That comes his way. this is the right hire considering those circumstances because the things that come up when McMahon's name are mentioned, not only winner, but I think most importantly, clean. The reputation's important. It's a good show to the NCAA that, okay, we understand Will Wade did a lot wrong and did it wrong in a way that isn't so uncommon in basketball. Let's clear that up right now. It's being sloppy and embarrassing the sport. That was the problem with the FBI wiretap. Now we know, and it seems right like hypocrisy, right? Now we know that through the looseness of the NIL era that launched this past summer, Supreme Court ruling opens the floodgates. Now it's going to be very easy to, above board, put money in the hands of top-notch recruits, top-notch prospects to get them on campus. Mm, So what's the big deal? I think the reality is, is, just like in any other revenue sport, McMahon's going to have to do that. But I'm sure he understands that. Money's going to have to go into these recruits' hands, or they're going to pick another option. There are plenty of good coaches, good programs out there, playing in big leagues, good facilities. If you don't also compensate them for what is their contribution to a big business, well, they're not coming your way. McMahon will surely do that, but he won't do silly things like pay money right out of his wife's checking account or get recorded negotiating deals. Some hypocrisy will still remain. And eventually, hopefully, there, there will be rules of engagement that everyone in the NCAA will agree to Easier said than done when the conferences hold most of the power now and not the organization, the umbrella under which they still play. And I say still because you never know where that's going. But hopefully they figure that out. And for McMahon, he will be an attractive coach under which to play because he's proven to be successful. He's proven to be highly well-liked in a short amount of time. And ironically, as Lenny Van Gilder wrote for Crescent City Sports, We mentioned Conkle moving from LaTex over to Tulsa. Guess what? McMahon was hired to be on Conkle's staff as they were once both assistants together. The ties that bind. Now, one would argue, well, I hope he's not too, quote-unquote, squeaky clean to the point where, oh, he doesn't want to get into bidding wars and things like that. Again, those are going to happen, and I don't think he's naive to the subject, or I'm sure he would have stayed at Murray State where they were willing to compensate him more than well for his services to continue. They all want the challenge, and they're not foolish to think, well, I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to do things, I hate to put it this way, but on the cheap, <laughs> considering how big business is done and putting teams together together At big schools and big leagues. I'm sure he's not foolish. But he will bring... I I would think what LSU fans will be happy about in the end is he will bring a solid winning product. Will it win enough? Who knows? You never know. Especially a guy who hasn't coached on the big time level before. There's always a risk. But... As long as they win, people also won't mind the fact that McMahon's not going to bring that. Well, we've 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 had the different monikers, right? For Wade, a general, almost like a a pirate persona that really grew after the FBI information came out. A gangster, heard all that stuff, seen it on social media message boards, fun for the fans, especially young fans, to rally around. And make no mistake about it, there's value to that beyond just the winning, winning an SEC regular season title, going to the NCAA tournament several years in a row, having a fun team to watch, trying to play up-tempo, doing all the things you need to do as far as grabbing fan interest and getting the results in the end. I don't think you're going to get the buckling nature out of the coach. And guess what? You don't need it. Speaking of Coach K retiring, that guy didn't build a powerhouse with his personality <laughs> as far as selling that. Make no mistake about it at LSU, the very excitement level that we know as far as the peak that it can be for LSU basketball, was shown during the long reign of Dale Brown. Dale was a personality. Dale used every bit of his preacher, promoter style to build that program. Yes, it also built up himself, but you also know that for a while there, where there was no great history of winning in basketball, even when that history included Pistol Pete Maravich, the top-scoring college basketball player of all time, the most entertaining college basketball player of all time. Well, you needed to build something. And for a while there, it had to be Dale Building himself and saying, it's going to come, we're going to win. It's going to be fun. And everything that came with Brown. You don't have to do that now. LSU fans will show up if you win in anything. LSU fans will show up if you win in women's basketball, although I will say that it doesn't help uh, or doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt that Kim Mulkey, already a proven winner on the highest level, has a great personality for fans to rally around, to be a face of a program. But it didn't matter when Sue Gunter and Pokey Chapman were building teams that were competing at the highest level and had hopes of going to the national championship that they weren't those type of personalities because it doesn't matter as long as you win. The personality comes through on the court in the end as far as the one that counts the most. And will Mike McMahon be able to do that? That's what it's going to come down to. Highly, highly regarded guy. Early 40s, right age for it. Head coaching experience, yes, not high-level head coaching experience, but Will Wade didn't have that. BCU. And if he would have been a little bit more careful, he'd still be the coach of LSU, doing something that in the end all the big programs are doing to get the best players. Let's be real. And McMahon will have to do under the rules, and will do to the level that needs to be done under the rules. And then we'll see if it's enough. I will say from having seen a little bit of Murray... I believe that this guy is probably a better game coach, X's and O's coach, than the one he's replacing. And for the short term, as far as the level of talent that he's likely to have at his disposal, that's going to be extremely important. It's going to have to be a team-first, solid approach in order to have success when you're trying to measure up to what Wade did. And it shows you his confidence in himself that, pending whatever extra sanctions are coming, pending having to probably rebuild an entire roster. It's going to be a heck of a challenge, and he was more than willing to undertake it because he believes in the brand, as he said, that LSU is. And I'm sure he'll be solid at the minimum. Solid alone won't be good enough, though. It's a big challenge, and it's only just beginning. 504-260-1061, the number. You may be tuning in trying to catch UNO baseball if you, for some reason, don't know that the weather's terrible outside throughout this part of the state and most of the region. So a lot of college baseball games were postponed, moved from today, including UNL hosting Southern Miss. That game will come at you tomorrow. Early start time to accommodate future weekend travel for these teams playing conference games. Four o'clock start. So no inside New Orleans with Eric Asher tomorrow. Pre game three forty five, four o'clock start, UNO at the lakefront against Southern Mississippi. More all access coming at you in a moment on one oh six point one FM.
2: New Orleans Country, 1061 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers Basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA Tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 1061 Nash Icon.
0: Since 1935, the Allstate Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The Allstate Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day.
2: Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Doluce the TikTok what Cafe. What you say, Eric? Hey, Mike. You know what my prescription medication, and the TikTok Cafe, have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway at I-10 in Metro.
3: But here and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care I mean you're in and out of there in 40 minutes give or take you spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged from a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you.
2: Terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. Terms and conditions apply. Visit ISSA online for details.
4: Hey, how'd you like to get paid to Workout. Yes, I said get paid to work out. Now you can with ISSA, the global leader in personal fitness certification. If you're interested in a money-making career in fitness as a personal trainer, now is your time because ISSA is guaranteeing you will get a job. That's right. There's a huge demand for certified personal trainers right now. So once you get ISSA certified, they guarantee you will get a job. Just text form to 323232 now to get started for free. You do everything at your own pace and 100% online. Live your life on your terms. Get certified and train like you want. Full time, at a gym, at home, or as a side hustle. Whatever works for you. Don't wait another day to start your career in fitness. Get certified and start making money fast. Guaranteed. Just text FORM to 323232 right now to get started with your ISSA certification for free. Text the word FORM to 323232.
3: You don't want to mess with the IRS. They have the power to garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, and even take your home or business. That's all true, but thankfully they're offering a way out the fresh start initiative if you qualify you could save thousands the experts at optima tax relief will fight to get you the best deal possible and they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau to prove it call optima for your free consultation call 800-845-8122 800-845-8122
4: optima tax relief
2: For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This
1: report is sponsored by Dell
2: Technologies.
0: Dell's semi-annual sale for business has arrived. Enjoy specials on Dell Docs, monitors, and servers, plus up to 45% off the latest Dell PCs with Windows 11 Pro, and get an easy start to your workday. Call 877-ASK-DELL to speak with a Dell Technologies advisor. That's
2: 877-ASK-DELL. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The Saints have Jameis Winston back as their starting quarterback. He agrees to terms on a two-year deal worth $14 million a year with New Orleans. LSU has reportedly hired Matt McMahon from Murray State as its new basketball coach. The Racers reached the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament. He coached John Moran. The New Orleans Pelicans led virtually the whole game, but fell 106-103 at Charlotte. The Pelicans opened a homestand against the Bulls Thursday night. The Loyola Men are in the NAIA National Championship in Kansas City. Zach Reichel, 20 points, 9 rebounds. The Wolfpack over Arizona Christian, 82-70. They'll play for the championship today. The LSU women's other season come to a halt. They lost to Ohio State, 79-64 in the round of 32 in Baton Rouge. Women's NIT. Alabama ended Tulane season eighty-one seventy-seven. College baseball, Louisiana Tech rained out at LSU, UNO, and Southern Miss will now play Wednesday at 4 p.m. Tulane will host Southeastern Wednesday at 6.30. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan.
0: Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon. And at NashFM1061.com, call 504-260-1061.
1: Well, I think you also know, since we've been talking about basketball, let football. This is the time of year that matters. It has nothing to do with what happens on the field, except it has everything to do what's on the field, right? Who's playing? Who's playing key positions, including the carousel that's been the quarterback position in the NFL? In the end, for the Saints, of this wild, swinging set of tweets and rumors and reports, Saints are right where they were. They've got the same quarterback room now that Jameis Winston, officially announced by the team, as having signed a two-year deal to return. He's posted a video online that shows he's bouncing back from the knee injury well. I suspect he'll be ready to rock and roll for training camp. The contract seems very favorable to the Saints. Two years with a $14 million signing bonus. This year's base salary, $1.2 million. That's fully guaranteed. Big deal. He's not going anywhere. His salary next year would be 12.8 million. 5.8 of it is guaranteed for injury and becomes fully guaranteed on the 3rd day of the 2023 league year. So that means the Saints can get out of it if they find somebody else. If they decide they want to go in another direction. And that gives them time within the league year to do it. Because we know before the league year even starts, people are able to start talking as far as free agents and front offices go. We saw how that all worked out last week. So even though it's a two-year, $28 million year, the Saints can get out of it for $15.2 million. That's not bad. That's not bad when you talk about bare minimum, you're paying $15 million for a starting quarterback that's better than at least some of the other starters in the league. Saints had to have that guarantee of having somebody. If Winston plays just on the level he played last year before he was hurt, posting that 5-2 and two record, the touchdown-to-interception ratio you were looking for, not... The completion percentage you were looking for at just under 60. But the overall results probably mean the Saints in the NFC, where a lot of teams now have question marks at quarterback. It's the weaker conference because it's got the weaker set of quarterbacks. This is a team that's good enough to be a playoff team. Now, it doesn't excite you with Tom Brady back in Tampa that it adds up to a team that's probably not good enough to be a division champion. And probably isn't good enough to string three NFC playoff wins together in a row to make a Super Bowl, despite how good the overall roster still is and could wind up being, as the offseason continues, particularly the draft, that can help them fill remaining holes, of which there aren't a ton, but right now you don't know who the left tackle is with Teron Armstead seemingly destined to play in some place like Miami or Cincinnati, and you don't know what they're going to do about both the wide receiver position with presumably Michael Thomas coming back healthy, and he really needs to. But after that, do you have a starting caliber player there? Not really. And the running back position, because you have to plan for Alvin Kamara because of his Vegas nightclub incident winding up missing who knows how many games. And after that, you don't have anything remotely special behind him. You've got to make life easier for Jameis Winston. Because when Jameis Winston has weapons around him, this is still the guy who threw for 5,000 yards his final year in Tampa. Yes, I know on all the interceptions. But the high points were very, very high. And you didn't have many of those high points in his first year with the Saints because he didn't have the weapons to make that happen. Just having Michael Thomas back automatically makes the overall options better. But until we see Thomas on the field and playing at that level, we can't assume it. Saints can't assume it. And they've got to have more. And those steps begin. But I give them all the credit in the world for trying to come up with a better solution. And right now. The Saints are probably feeling good about the fact. That they're not taking the heat. That the Cleveland Browns are taking. For acquiring Deshaun Watson. Even though. James Winston. Has a sordid past himself. And even though. People can. Mature and change. Can handle being famous jocks better through their mistakes and being called out for them. Seems like Winston has. Why can't Watson? But we don't have to worry about that story here because it's not part of the black and gold saga moving forward. Probably in the end not a good thing because Watson's truly great, and I don't think Winston can ever be. But can he be really good? If he's really good, the Saints can compete and can get to a Super Bowl, provided they continue to get better this offseason, in those areas that we just discussed. If he winds up earning all of his contract, which adds up to about $8 million in incentives in each of the next two years, then the Saints will reach their ceiling. A good ceiling. Maybe even a championship ceiling. So let's hope that happens. Good contract, fair enough. And for Winston... I think he figured out this was his best situation. He was patient to wait. But also his agent figured out that he wasn't high on anybody else's priority list. People were more willing to trade for a Carson Wentz. Obviously more willing to trade for Watson or Russell Wilson. To even settle for maybe... Game manager types with low ceilings like Marcus Mariota He's now going to Atlanta. Teddy Bridgewater. Speaking of trading for Atlanta, shipping Matt Ryan off for a third round pick to Indianapolis to take a shot with Mariota, trying a reclamation project just like the Saints did last year with Winston. All those teams doing that, then going after Winston. Because I don't think the injury would have held any of them back. Considering where Winston already appears to be right now in his rehab. Just came down to, there's still not a lot of trust there. Because he was injured less than halfway through the season, Winston has more to prove, so why not do so in a place he's been in the building for a couple of years, where the playbook and the terminology isn't going to change with Pete Carmichael still running the offense post-Sean Payton. Why not indeed? So he was patient, waiting through it, and I'm sure Winston, instead of being insulted, was hopeful that Watson didn't wind up here so he could get the shot at the best place for him while still using that as motivation to say, I'm not their first option. His contract says that. He's got a lot of incentives to earn. If he were the Saints' first option, his average salary would be 30 plus million a year. This works out well for both sides. He can be good enough for the Saints to be good. Am I going to say that he's capable of being good enough for the Saints to be great? You know what? No, I'm not saying it. But because the Saints didn't have to give up assets as far as proven players on the roster, which... All reports indicate that they would have if Watson would have picked New Orleans as his destination, whereas Cleveland was able to use enough picks not to have to do that. The Saints would have probably had to thrown in a good young player or two. Not having to do that, plus those picks, which are going to be important to replace key players that are aging at certain spots, they have a chance to be a stronger overall roster this year Because they have their draft picks. And moving forward. And maybe Winston is the guy who can grow quickly with that. I'll say this about Jameis Winston. That is a basic fact when you pull up his bio. Seems like he's been around forever, right? He's 28 years old. He could be an NFL quarterback for another 10 years, 15 years. He could be nowhere near his peak. So we can't entirely cut out the idea that he could have greatness in him. And I think if he does, it's going to show up in New Orleans or it's never going to show up. And you're going to see enough of reason to think that he's the guy to work with moving forward so that it'll be a very easy decision by the time the third day of next year's NFL calendar in March rolls around to keep him or not. I think it's going to be blatantly obvious one way or the other. Do I think the Saints will wind up drafting a young quarterback? I don't think so. I think they took take a look at Winston. I think they see a quarterback draft that's weak, but they, if they have a quarterback rated on the board, no matter where it is on the board, much higher where he's available at some point they may pull the trigger but it's not in my estimation going to be a priority because if the consensus is this is a weak and questionable quarterback draft i don't think the saints are going to waste draft ammo that they do have on that position when offensive line especially if armstead is gone becomes important to continue to replenish depth there and has been a priority for this front office, especially when wide receiver is such a need. You need an explosive player who maybe is only a part-time guy as a rookie this year, but you need help there, somebody who can create separation. Those have to be rated ahead of pulling the trigger on a quarterback as far as in their minds, Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland, compared to other positions, right? Like, what are the priorities? Quarterback isn't there because you're rolling with Winston. And oh, by the way, like him or not, Ian Book's still around. Year two, chance to develop. Who knows? I'm not mentioning Taysom Hill. Let's put that thing away. And we don't know how healthy he's going to be to even be a contributor, period. But let's put that away as far as the quarterback spot goes. Let's think Winston, and let's think Book and see how that works out over the months and then season to come. I think that's what the Saints are dealing with right now. That's what they've accepted, and that's fine because look around the league. It could be worse. You could be worse off at quarterback. You could be worse off with your roster. You could be worse off with the confidence in leadership and start with looking in your own division at Atlanta and Carolina. If you can at least beat them out, you're on your way to making the playoffs. And the Saints can certainly do that, as they did last year. And maybe if Winston's healthy for 17 games, they will indeed do that. They will see double-digit wins. They will see the postseason and they will have more weapons at Winston's disposal to do more than just show up the postseason. I am Jude Young. This is All Access, 504-260-1061 is the number. Again, a reminder, UNO Baseball was supposed to be on tonight, postponed because of the rain, so the privateers will host Southern Miss tomorrow on the lakefront. You can listen live here on Nash Icon. Pre-game 345, Emmanuel Pepis with the call at 4 p.m. Back for more sports talk in a moment on 106.1 FM.
4: I love my hardwood floors, but I wasn't sure how to take care of them. Carrying around a bucket was such a hassle. And even worse, my string mop left streaks and haze behind. Then I found Swiffer Wetjet Wood, the all-in-one tool made specially for wood floors. Its microfiber-like pad is soft, and it sprays a light mist solution? That dries fast. With Swiffer Wet Jet Wood, it's easy to keep up with the mess on my wood floors. <sighs> Even that mess. Swiffer Wet Jet Wood, proud member of the National Wood Floor Association. Get
1: in zone, AutoZone.
2: Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. It's also AutoZone's national hiring event. We're hiring all positions, from sales to warehouse and drivers, both part-time and full-time. Visit careers.autozone.com or any one of our stores. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. Since
0: 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day.
3: Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment, just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their healthcare partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemedicine center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you.
4: This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed. Because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract screen and interview candidates all from one place find your next great hire visiting indeed.com credit
2: this is josh danzig with where yet magazine and WhereYet.com you with your weekend picks for 1061 nash icon like live theater take the family out this weekend to see shrek the musical junior live at the performing arts center in jefferson parish through sunday Crawfish lovers, head to the 46th annual Louisiana Crawfish Festival starting this Thursday with live music from Category 6 and more. For more info on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyatt.com and click on the community calendar and be sure to pick up the March issue of Whereyatt Magazine in locations all over town.
4: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260 1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com
1: and at NashFM1061.com. So even though tonight doesn't feel very much like a baseball kind of evening, <laughs> it's still a good enough time to talk about baseball locally. Of course, we always start with the LSU Tigers because, well, they're always the big story, right? Big money, big expectations. Not a very big start for them in conference play this past weekend at home against a rather lowly regarded Texas A&M team by SEC standards. And the Tigers are very close to being swept. The Aggies are, what, 12-7. and seven. I'm looking at their Warren Nolan RPI right now. 74th. Doesn't exactly blow you away. But A&M left Baton Rouge with two out of three in the series in their back pockets. And part of it happened because LSU's not that great on the mound. They were able to get Blake Money back to pitch in the middle game of the series. And that's good. He wasn't very good. And in those three games, LSU losing 6-4, to 11-7, 7-6. to, seven, seven to six, Giving up right around the same amount of runs per game. So we wonder just how good is the overall pitching really? I think money has more in him, but let's see him after getting thrown out of his rhythm. Can he come back and perform well? Get him back in the Friday night spot. Ty Floyd hasn't been bad either, but is he good enough? He didn't last very long against AM. LSU knew coming into the season they were going to piece together the pitching. But that's really not a great way to survive against the ridiculous SEC schedule. And a home series to start things off against AM and not getting a series win. Doesn't bode terribly well. You get a really good La Tech team coming to town that beat you when you went to Ruston. I know it's midweek, and it matters even less during conference season. But they better be ready to roll tomorrow when the Bulldogs come to town. And then the Tigers have to hit the road to go to Florida. And by Florida standards, just a good team. <laughs> so far, anyway. 15-5. and five, And an SEC series win under the Gators' belts. If LSU goes there and wins the series, all is well. Bama almost took the last game of the series on their home field against Florida this past weekend. But even against an Alabama on the road in the SEC, it's hard to win series, and the Gators did that. What will the Tigers do this week? We'll learn a little bit more about what they are. We know they can hit the ball, but it's not like they can do what they did in some of these non-conference games where they could hit and hit and hit and battle through questions about the overall quality of the pitching and continuing questions about the overall quality defensively. That doesn't help when you have a staff that has more guys that you're going to have to live off of as pitchers who, I'm not going to say pitch to contact, but aren't necessarily going to strike out huge numbers in the K column. Friendly reminder for Tiger fans. This is Jay Johnson's first year. Pitching was always going to be a question. You have to get your best players on the field. You can only afford to give up so much offense for defense. And scoring four runs on an SEC Friday night, then seven. Then seven again. That's pretty good. But you can't give up 11, (laughs) you know. Can't give up six in each of the other two games. They did. Do I think LSU will wind up being an NCAA tournament team in the end, barring key injuries? I do. But right now they look like the type of team that's going to be going on the road, maybe even as a three-seat. But right now doesn't mean a whole lot. Long way to go. As for the Tulane Green Wave, Had their final game of their series against a layup in Villanova, end up in a tie because of curfew travel concerns. I don't think that series did anything for Tulane. Sitting at 13-7-1 now, and you look at their RPI, 137, oof, that does not bode well. Now, they were able to win two out of three at Louisiana Tech because they swept a Sunday doubleheader, seven-inning doubleheader. But they count. I don't think that'll help be held against them. They're able to win two out of three at home against a Mississippi State team that I don't think is a national title contender coming off of last year's College World Series victory. But you were swept by Evansville. What are they going to do against Dayton? <laughs> what are they going to do in their league? but they didn't build up a good enough schedule where if they don't win their league, which seems to be much more open now with East Carolina's overall struggles. I mean, is the American a three bid league with Houston showing signs of life again? Maybe. Houston was bad last year, but Houston also managed to lose a series at a ULL squad that's under 500. Houston played their first week of the year against really good clubs in a mixed tournament in Arizona and got swept out of it. So they didn't exactly build up their RPI at 107. It's looking like the type of league where unless East Carolina finds it, could be a one-bid league. Could be, again long way to go. So where will the big wins come for Tulane to get in the at-large situation? They don't come, and then they don't find a way to the NCAAs. It's hard to see any way there's not a change in leadership for the program. I'll leave it at that. Long way to go, but that Evansville deal, oof. I don't care what time of year that is. Whether it's the first series or two weekends ago. Or stuck in there if you had to in the middle of conference play because you didn't have an even number of teams in your league. Any excuse like that, I don't care. It's bad. And Tulane's not adding up to where they need to be for Travis Jewett at this point. As for the teams in the Southland Conference, really good weekend, of course, this being the flagship of UNO baseball for the privateers, busing all the way to Norman. And winning that series and scoring a whole bunch of runs. UNO's 93 RPI, pretty good. Really impressive that the privateers have two series wins over Big 12 teams. Do I think Oklahoma and Kansas are contenders in the Big 12? No, but they're Big 12 programs, really good baseball league. That's going to look good on paper. Sweep at ULM. Are they very good? Record says no but you went on the road and swept a weekend series. It's still going to all come down to conference play, but UNO's pitching in the rotation looks deeper than it was last year, a team that earned the two seed in the Southland tournament. Seems they have better pitching. And the offense will come along. They've got enough talent there and a really good hitting head coach as far as coaching goes in Blake Dean. Southeastern dealing with being shorthanded in pitching, interesting schedule. Boy, have they been up and down, beating Ole Miss midweek, winning a Friday night game at Arkansas, but also being four games under 500. That doesn't bode well for them as far as getting an at-large, unless they're dominant in the league, their favorite to win it. Even though they're only 8-12, and the Lions have a 63 RPI. That says a lot. It's a good schedule. With some good wins. And in the end, they'll be winning game, you know, 30, mid thirties, maybe higher games like they always do under year every year under Matt Riser. Both teams will have a chance, UNO and Southeastern, to win that league. Should be fun. Privateers open up this weekend at home against Northwestern State after playing USM. Of course, we'll have the Friday game as well on NASH ICOM 106.1 FM. Nichols, the opponent in Hammond for Southeastern as they look to get off to a good start. One more segment to go on All Access tonight. We'll take a look at the CrescentCitySports.com headline says, I always do to wrap things up on All Access on 106.1 FM.
3: Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switched to progressive could save big. But then what? Well, there is a nice piece of stock music playing behind me that a talented composer worked really hard on.
2: So let's enjoy it. Wow.
3: Almost overshadows the saving big when you switch to progressive part. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates.
4: The soothing scent of Vicks Vapor Rub—it's only one of the most iconic smells ever. That cooling, comforting scent, generations of families have come to trust to help them feel better, and now you trust to soothe your family. Pick up some Vicks Vapor Rub in the little blue jar, and wrap yourself with the calm only Vicks Vapor Rub can bring. Vicks Vapor Rub, always there for you.
3: Do you miss football? What about football with no pads? Rugby, a full contact sport involving 15 players on each team. The object of the game is to score more points than the other side. Noah Gold Rugby is your major league rugby team in New Orleans. Noah Gold home games are played on Saturday nights at the Shrine on Airline. There are only four regular season home games left, so get your tickets now at NoahGoldRugby.com for just $15. Free parking, family fun, live bands, and everything else that makes Saturday night the best night of the week. NoahGoldRugby.com.
2: Terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to Opt out. Terms and conditions apply. Visit ISSA online for details.
4: Hey, how'd you like to get paid to work out? Yes, I said get paid to work out. Now you can with ISSA, the global leader in personal fitness certification. If you're interested in a money-making career in fitness as a personal trainer, now is your time because ISSA is guaranteeing you will get a job. That's right. There's a huge demand for certified personal trainers right now. So once you get ISSA certified, they guarantee you will get a job. Just text FORM to 323232 now to get started for free. You do everything at your own pace and 100% online. Live your life on your terms. Get certified and train like you want. Full time, at a gym, at home, or as a side hustle. Whatever works for you. Don't wait another day to start your career in fitness. Get certified and start making money fast. Guaranteed. Just text FORM to 323232 right now to get started with your ISSA certification for free. Text the word FORM to 3232. Texting
2: enrolls you into recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message data rates may apply.
4: Men over 40, is your body feeling softer and not as lean? Losing your energy, muscle, or sleep quality? You could be feeling the loss of growth hormone. As you age, your natural production of GH begins to significantly slow down. Here's the good news. GH Boost from Nugenics is the world's only non-prescription supplement that safely supercharges your body's GH production and helps you get a great night's sleep. Clinical studies show the ingredients in GH Boost can increase your body's own GH levels more than 100%. Guys all over America are loving this product. Great product. I just started using it and I'm already seeing results. I definitely feel the difference. Much better sleep and much more energy. Guys over 40, you need GH boost. And right now, you can get a complimentary two-week sample. Just text CHART to 321321. It's killing it at GNC, but you can only get your sample by texting CHART to 321321. That's C-H-A-R-T to 321321. Text CHART to 321 21321
0: Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061.
1: So close to the finish line, you know analysis of things like the new Jameis Winston Resigning with the Saints, available on Crescent City Sports. Always great analysis from our crew of writers. Also in the news today, the Pelicans following the lead of local officials, no longer requiring vaccination or testing proof in order to go to Pelicans' home games moving forward. Great news there, without a doubt. Also, speaking of the programming schedule, once more, UNO Baseball against Southern Miss tomorrow, no Eric Asher show. So pregame for the Privateers at 345 from Street Field. Then on Thursday, Rumble Baseball against St. Augustine here on 106.1 FM. First pitch at 630 for that one. Ken will have a short edition of All Access before the ball game, and I will be at another baseball game at the same time, broadcasting that one for Crescent City Sports. It'll be a Catholic league game as well at Kirsch Rooney, Jesuit, and Brother Martin. So you can watch that on the best site for high school sports in New Orleans. We say in the state, we try to make it the best anywhere. It's CrescentCitySports.com. Thanks to Rudy Dixon on the board. Jude Young saying so long for now. We appreciate you. And we're excited to bring you UNO baseball tomorrow. But until then, adios.
4: Thanks for listening.